You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, King of the Casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. I am your host, NB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper, uh... He's vibing, hanging out. He's vibing, which, you know, would be normal no matter what species he was. But he is a dog. Yes, he is. And he is. So, we're continuing Jurassic Park summer. Uh, We are halfway through it after this episode. Yes, we are. this is Jurassic Park 3, baby. We're going for last of the parks. Next week, we're on the worlds. Yep. Oh, Goodbye, parks. Hello, worlds. Yeah. Oh, boy. Folks, Mr. I... Mr. Park, why? <laughs> so I have a confession to make, folks. Um, I have only seen Jurassic World. I never saw the sequel. <laughs> I am up to date, besides Dominion so far. Uh, but, yeah, I am going to be introducing in a few weeks... Uh, Brandon to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and all of its stupidity. Oh, I'm very oh, excited for it. that. So, today we're talking about Jurassic Park 3, though. Yeah. And I guess we can start with, you know, released in 2001. Pre, pre, it was in August. Yeah. It was in August of 2001. July, July 18th. Ju- sorry, July 18th of 2001 because, um, there are certain scenes that they would definitely would have cut if it was at the end of the year. Yeah, or a delayed and changed. Reshot. Wow, Dr. Grant. Uh, we got here by a derailed train? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> How'd we get to Island Sorna by train? It's a, what? Definitely with a boat. <laughs> Whoa, we're on a boat. Yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about Dress Park 3 today, and I guess we should start with our opening thoughts. Second best Jurassic Park movie. Obviously, there's a m- many, many country miles between <laughs> this and Jurassic Park, a movie that's in my top ten films of all time. But of the dog shit that follows, it is the least shit. It's good. It's a solid three-star movie which I cannot say for any of the others. Yeah, so, folks, after just watching Lost World right before 3, Lost World... 3 is a very... is a much better paced movie. Like, it's like an hour 25. Lost World was like, what, 210 or something? Like, over two hours. Yeah. So, like, in comparison, Jurassic Park 3 gets in... Does some fun stuff and then gets out of there. And it's got Mr. Noodle. And it has that Mr. One Noodle. One of the Mr. Noodles. So I, I think, because I was like, I haven't watched the third one in so long. I, I like, I did enjoy a good amount of, like, a decent amount of the Lost World. That I was like, well, maybe the third one won't hold up as much now. But no, I, I think I agreed. Up until this point, I think Jurassic Park Three is the best sequel. Yeah, it's, and I doubt. Upon revisit, any of the worlds are going to uh, are going to top Jurassic Park three. So yeah. 
Yeah, so we're, dress. In, we're in the race to the bottom, maybe. We're, it's all downhill from here. Woo. So I will say, um, I think this is the first Jurassic Park movie that's really like, these are monsters. <laughs> yeah. It's very monstery, which I will say that it makes the the whimsical moments feel a lot less whimsical. Yeah, when then you get to see like the uh, a pterodactyl turn and mug to the camera. Like, ah, I'm gonna get like, you. Like, I'm gonna get you. I'm an evil monster. And then, like, at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, isn't it great they're leaving the island? <laughs> and it's like, no! God. Okay, so, how much special effects stuff do you have for JP3? Okay, I have a at least a few. Okay. So, Jurassic Park 3, as I've said in the last episode, uh, significantly the shortest talked about in the documentary. So I do want to say that, uh, you know, back in the day when I was a young kid renting this out the movie gallery, this was the first one I rented, because I loved me some Spinosaurus. <laughs> it used to play on Cartoon Network all the time as it, well. It was which, very frequently there. Yeah, which was weird, because it's still probably not, like, something you should have as just, like unsupervised for children available, but like... Yeah! There's a few moments where I'm like, is this the most violent of them? <laughs> like when the... When the Velociraptor <laughs> snaps Mr. <laughs> Noodle's neck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, there's some really dumb stuff in this. So, speaking of um, the, the dinosaurs... Dinosaur Dino, DNA. Dino DNA. So the terror, the pterosaurs, the pterodons, they were going to originally be in Lost World. Like they were going to be a thing, but they were scrapped at the end because they were like too kind of too kind of too hard to fit in and manage. So they made them for three though. They were gonna the big comeback in three. Like if you look at the Jurassic Park three like DVD, there's the Spinosaurus and there's the pterodactyl shadow on top of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So pterodactyls are very heavily in this movie, and apparently so they're. I will say also, effect-wise, uh, best CG of the three? Just from a time perspective? Like, 2001? I, I don't think it beats one. I, I, I think it beats one. I do not think the CG it beats, beats one. one. It beats this. one. No. There's two... There, one... It's better CG than The Lost World. I thought The Lost World CG really went... Well, mostly went downhill because they tried to do so many in daylight scenes. Mm. But I think here the daylight stuff looked fine. Well, I think the Spinosaurus looks great. Okay. Like it's like I I think it's the best looking of the three of them. Like, you know, story and what the effect is supposed to represent and stuff less. <laughs> but I think if you had like a picture of both side by side, I think that um. This was the better choice. Because this one has a lot more in light. There's not that much in, in darkness in this movie. Yeah, only the... Really only the... Ending. The, the ending is in... Is at night time. Uh, the, uh, the, the final... The, the big fight against light. the Spinosaurus. And then the... I mean, not night time, but it's all foggy and dark during the pterodactyl scene. Yeah, so like, the pterodons in this movie, apparently, so it's... They're good CG, because, uh -huh. my God, this film is very foggy. Yeah. <laughs> very foggy for the whole thing. Um, so the pterodons are pretty much all... They're all CG in this movie. Uh, the baby ones are little puppets. Yeah. And apparently they could bite and actually, like, 
it hurt, <laughs> like the kid actor. Oh, he was like, oh, this like not like I'm injured, but like oh my god, like a pinch, like yeah. really pinchy. But um, the the adults one are all CG because apparently they had done a full pterodon human suit, mm-hmm. but they said it like it didn't it didn't look good. <laughs> Like, it looked really sketchy and rough, so they dropped it, and they just did CG. Do they have any pictures of it? Uh, not that I could find. Oh, I love this. Which is, like, really shitty. <laughs> it's like a Halloween costume. Uh, so, that happened. So, the pterodons are pretty cool looking. They were going to have them in two, but they didn't. But they ended up having them three, and they're super cool stuff. And so that's the pterodons. And moving on to the T-Rex that's in this movie, because there's a T-Rex in here, um, that's the same one from Lost World. Huh. It's the exact same uh, model animatronic. Oh yeah. Like they reuse. Uh, it's the male one. Okay. Like they, I think they repainted it. They said, but like it's the same one, <laughs> which makes sense because like it's not in enough of the movie that you'd want to make a new one. Yeah. Where it's just like ah, this one works. So they use that one. It looks good. Um, Going into the Velociraptors, they kind of had a bit of a redesign in this movie. Yeah. They kind of gave them more of a... At the time, that's when the whole big, oh, dinosaurs and feathers started coming out. So some of them have, like, little spiky like, hair. Yeah, like quills. Yeah. Like, like, you know, raptors with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> like, raptors that would suck down a whole thing of Gogurt while skating on a skateboard. Good. And be like, Mom, I don't have enough monster energy drink. Frosted My tips. stepdad Kyle stole it all, <laughs> Mom. Why does Kyle keep stealing my monster? <laughs> so, basically, that's kind of how they look. So they kind of redesigned for this movie. I think it looked really good. Yeah. Looked fun. I think it's interesting because now, from modern science, it's like we know they had feather feathers, not quills. Like they were like covered in feathers, and along some other stuff about Velociraptors, like. Like, this is really the one where they're, you know, they're monsters. <laughs> like, there's th- there's scenes where, the, like, the velociraptors lay a trap and snap his neck. Yeah! <laughs> I can't get over the next... There are a couple of moments that are just so beautifully stupid that I love them. Yeah. And, oh, God, there's an image I really want to be a meme now. Uh, but, uh, which... All right, we'll save it for... Yeah. Later in, but the Velociraptors look good, so I think they had the same practice as the other two movies, where if the dinosaur is up close, it's a model. If it's farther away, full body stuff, it's CG. Yeah. Like, the, there was a lot of Velociraptor, like, actual practical things. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. So, Velociraptor's the coolest movie, and the last one is the big newcomer. I guess there's Ankylosaurus's too, but they're there, they don't do much, uh-huh. along with a couple other ones like that. Um... Spinosaurus. Big new monster, you know, big new dino for this movie. Yeah. And one of my personal favorite dinosaurs. And it's very interesting how science has been changed about this guy over the years. Do tell. Because at the time, it was kind of like, oh, this guy's like a big Amina T-Rex. They were like, they're thinking that. They're like, you know, oh, he's 59 feet long. He's got a big crocodile jaw going. You know, oh, he might have lived close to water, but, like, I oh, probably fought some, like, dinosaurs. And now it's, like, this was basically just a crocodile just in terms of, like... giant-ass croc. Basically, like, his habits. Yeah. Like, they said they would spend... Uh, now science says they spend 
they spent more time in the water than on land. Yeah. And they'd go after fish and other aquatic animals like that. And, like, they would actually walk on all fours. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, like, good amount of changes for these. Which is kind of interesting that at the time, you know, Jurassic Park 1 was, like, the latest in dinosaur science. Yeah. But as the series has gone on, it's like they're locked into the 90s in that effect. And they, they do have a... They do try and give a reason for that in Jurassic World, which we'll discuss. About how they're... They're not... They're, uh, they're frog monsters. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, we'll discuss it more in the Jurassic World episode, which you'll hear next week for you guys, and next week for us as well, because that'll yeah. be the first one in our <laughs> recording session. Yep. Yeah. So I do think it is interesting to see how that contrasts, like, as time goes on. But, um, you know, Spinosaurus, he's a cool dinosaur, but, um, you know, scientists are be like, well, first off, you know, 50 million year difference, never would have fought each other, etc. But, like, even if they were in the same place, they're big enough predators, they just wouldn't want to mess with each other. (laughs) They would just be far enough away. But, um, I do think it is kind of a, it's a very, it's a very schlocky thing to do to be like, you know the big monster from the previous one? Well, this guy killed him. (laughs) It's very, like, showy. Like, this guy's bigger. And speaking of bigger... The Spinosaurus animatronic in this movie is, from what I was seeing for, like, a movie, the biggest animatronic ever built. Hmm. Like, the Spin- so it, it, Spinosaurus was at least bigger than the T-Rex in the wa- underwater scene. That scene where his yeah. old thing. So he's 20, he was 24,000 pounds. Oh, my God. And over 1,000 horsepower. Jeez. And they said that when they would swing his, like head around, his snout would go, like, 100 miles an hour. God. So, like, crazy on that. Yeah. And they they brought up, uh, during that scene where you just see the Spinosaurus fin, it's uh-huh. CG in the final movie. Originally, it was a separate uh, model that they had handmade, oh. but they didn't make it as waterproof. <laughs> so, apparently, you could see, like, in the original cut before they CG'd it, you could see it, like, collapsing on itself okay. as it's coming out of the water. Or, like, it, was, like, it wasn't holding it. So, that was changed to CG. Okay, that makes sense. But the Spinosaurus was a cool dinosaur. Yeah, we also get... We, there's one other new dinosaur we get very briefly with, a, I think it's a Carnotaurus... Oh! It doesn't quite look like one, because Carnotaurus have the, the horns. Two, have the two horns. This one more like had a rhino nose. Kind of like a, some kind of T-Rex relative dinosaur. Yeah. But uh, some kind of... What are they called? Therap- theropods? Huh. No, maybe those are... Maybe. Maybe those are... Th- Let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure that whole family is called theropods. Yeah. By hollow bones and three-toed limbs. Okay, I could, I guess he could, yes, cool. So that's a thing, and that is, um, as far for now, that's all the effects stuff I got, but the plane sequence is crazy. Like, they really smashed part of a plane. Yeah. (laughs) It's a crazy things you could do in an early 2001 world. There's one Monster, a little different from the rest that you didn't mention. Yeah. A crazy little guy. 
who won our hearts and souls by saying, Alan. <laughs> Alan Raptor! The Alan Raptor. I want you to describe in vivid detail the Alan Raptor. So, <laughs> Dr. Grant gets knocked out on the plane. We'll get into why in a little bit of the story part. Dr. Grant gets knocked out. Well, this down. isn't when he's knocked out. This is when he's napping. Oh, yeah. So, th- he just has these naturally <laughs> from yeah. napping. No head trauma needed. So he wakes up and he goes, huh? And he looks around. The rest of the sh- the rest of the plane is empty. Yeah. And he looks over, and where his good protege used to be, it's a Velociraptor. And funnily enough, there's a little little trivia thing I have about this Velociraptor. Ooh, hit me up with it. So, the whole thing is their goal for this was wanting to be look like the first movie as much as possible. Yeah. So they lit the Velociraptor and styled him. Like one of the older designs from Jurassic Park 1. Okay. So then he goes, Alan. And I'm pretty sure it's the protege's voice. I think so as well. But it's heavily like distorted. It's like, Alan. Because then when he wakes up, the actual prompt for that was the was protege. Alan, we're almost there. Billy shaking him and telling him, Alan, Alan, we're almost there. Alan. Yeah, yeah so that happens. And uh, it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think any of the other movies have dream sequences that I know of. Hmm, who knows? Who knows? Nolan. Who knows? Nolan. Who knows? Are you hinting that Fallen King... Please tell me that Fallen Kingdom has a dream sequence. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows in this crazy world? I'm very I don't, scared. You know, we don't know. Who knows? I'm very scared now. <laughs> oh, goodness. So that is the Allen Raptor. All right. <laughs> That's about all our dinos. Okay. Rocky Soros shows up again along with a few other ones in like one shot where it's like, dinos are whimsical. I notice it's always the Oh, Anglosaurus. We also got the Anglosaurus. I which... mentioned him. Oh, you did? I just said Anglosaurus shows up. Well, he's important because... Ankylosaurus is the real version of our spiky little boy, Anguirus. Because remember, this is a Godzilla podcast. We haven't talked about Godzilla in a while, but this is a Godzilla <laughs> podcast. Uh, but, uh, and we are legally obligated to mention his uh, his partner in crime and in love, Anguirus. There's one game I think I, I found. I don't know if it was a free online thing or whatever, but it was a kaiju kissing simulator. Yes! <laughs> yes! You know, we can put Jurassic World off for a week. Kissing simulator episode next week. Because apparently it's kaijun. It's like a writing prompt thing. Or not a writing prompt. It's a it's an art prompt. Where every day, like, like um, Inktober... Every day, artists get a prompt, and they draw a kaiju based off of that. Oh my god, we have a kissing simulator for kaiju. <laughs> uh, we'll make a note of it if we check it out in the next episode, folks. <laughs> we, we will check it out. It'll be 80% episode. kissing simulator, and also, I guess, Chris Pratt will show up. The real Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're heading into the tales of Owen Grady. <laughs> All right, so, Jurassic Park 3. Very cheesy opening. <laughs> very, yeah. very like, Jurassic Park, 
three, three claw marks. Three. And then it's like, so apparently... Uh, We're going into the story now, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, apparently, uh, there is now a tourism industry around parasailing close enough to Isla Sorna that you can see the dinos roaming. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we see a guy and a young kid going on that. The guy is a recognizable character actor. I've forgotten his name already. But... Uh, he's in Election, which, I don't know, you've never watched Election, but I feel like I've raved about it to you a couple of times. <laughs> it's a Matthew Broderick, Reese Witherspoon, dark comedy uh, about uh, this, this high school teacher who's just going insane slowly as a high school election gets out of hands. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. So, he is... He's parasailing with a with a with a child, a boy, because he this character actor. This we'll character, learn later that he, he is the is boy toy. Fucking the mother of this boy. Yep. So he is her boy toy. Some sort of sordid, perverted thing called a monogamous relation. Keep, oh. keep your terms... I, I know it's Pride Month, but keep your terms out of our good Christian lifestyles. How about this monogamy? Gross. Gross. Ew. Keep it away from my children. I don't even like mahogany desks, to be honest. <laughs> Close enough, I'd say. <laughs> I don't even think... Well, this this will just get in under the bar for Pride Month, I think. What a great way to end it. <laughs> Capstone it off. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the boy is parasailing with uh, with his mom's boy toy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's like a Spanish, a guy speaking the, Spanish yeah, the on the tour, boat. The tour, tour guide, guide who drives the boat is like, they're driving, they go through some fog, and then when they get out on the other end of it. Guy's gone. Boat is the, ripped up. How? They How? never say. They never They're in say the middle of the water. I don't understand it. How? My only theory is it had to be pterosaurs. It couldn't be because they only get free after the cage is accidentally. We left see open. them in Lost World flying around though, at the end. Okay, but that is like a pterosaur. But I feel like we. But like they don't. I feel like that is. That gets retconned by this movie though, because of the cage situation. Oh, and the cage opening is a symbol that they're getting out eventually? Well, yeah, that's why that matters, I think. Because otherwise, why would we care about the, uh, about the cage, you know, uh, about the cage door coming undone? I guess. So then, like, like, there's no aquatic dinosaurs. There's no, there's no, uh, plesiosaurs or anything. Not in, uh, not there's not not until the uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, right. I remember in the Jurassic Park like Telltale game they did something where like they were going to do water dinosaurs, yeah. like the park was and it didn't, it never you know it closed before it happened. Yeah, but um, okay, interesting. Wait, there's a Telltale Jurassic Park game. There is a Telltale. It was before they were good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't hear good things. John about. Hammond will remember this. <laughs> 
Oh no. Past the grave, he'll remember this. Because apparently, canonically, he is dead by Jurassic Park 3. Really? There's like one wiki thing somewhere that's like says he died by 3. Huh. So, well, he was on like his hospital bed at 2. Was so, that like, a hospital bed or was he. He had like IVs and shit. Not, he just looked like an old man. Old men rest. They rest, Brandon. They're old. They can't be cavorting with the youths. <laughs> Nolan, he had like, f- like an MRI. Like he had no, like. No, he vi- didn't. He just had a robe on because he don't give a fuck because he's old. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. we John just Hammond. saw the movie. Nolan. I know. And how could you think there were IVs? <laughs> Folks, in real time, I'm gonna show Nolan's wrong. <laughs> John Hammond was just old. That's all. He wasn't, like, deathbed. Hey, Nolan, what's that? That's where he keeps his liquor. John Hammond is butt-chugging because he's healthy (laughs) and virile. (laughs) Okay? John Hammond's a party boy. We know this. We know that canonically John Hammond is a little bit of a party boy, okay? Nolan, is that three separate liquids he needs to get into his body through the abuse yeah. of the IV bag? It's called vodka, rum, and tequila, <laughs> motherfucker. I think you found some, I think you found an idea that is that is sadder than day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> is taking your your alcohol through an IV while laying. John in bed. Hammond is lit. He's more lit than we could ever imagine. Let's see, what is that? We got uh, one, two, three uh, flowers commemorating his illness. He's probably going to die up soon. That's flowers because he's the first man to blow a 2.0 on the BAC. (laughs) (laughs) This man. His blood is double and all alcohol. <laughs> that poor man. That's actually that's the only thing I'll accept with him dying before Jurassic Park three is if it's due to just I don't know getting a little too much tail. That's how John Hammond died. That is an MRI monitor blinking no, his heart. That rate. is. That is the first dubstep machine. <laughs> John Hammond is a party animal. From He's a bed. freak in the sheets. From his bed? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <God>. So. <laughs> Listen, the, if they, they had to keep it at like a two-hour movie, if not, they would have cut... Uh, that that scene with John Hammond where he's just left alone for 30 seconds would have kept going and he would have taken the robe off disco polyester underneath <laughs> a little disco ball comes down dance the night away starts fucking chugging the IVs full of alcohol and he that would have been what well, he's happened. He's on the dance floor with the IV with the boots it was right Spielberg's into his original vision <laughs> that could not, unfortunately, due to studio interference, be realized. No, he had and to that's choose. That's why he made DreamWorks, so he could go do that instead. He had to choose either that or the dinosaur running around the city. His two, he had to kill one of his babies. Yeah. He had to kill he one. He chose poorly. He chose poorly. 
<laughs> it was just been a 30 minute dance sequence of John Hammond getting lit. <laughs> like, and, it, and it's it's not, okay, so it's 10 or 12 minutes of Lost World at the end is the dino, yeah. New York, you know, San Diego sequence. So how Spielberg would have done it is he would have recorded all at once, 12 minutes of John Hammond doing the dance, yeah. and then he would have interspersed it throughout the first third of the movie. <laughs> So while you're being chased by dinosaurs, get down! Keep going. Yeah, Yeah. just keep going. It's just... (laughs) Doing like the fucking ex machina Oscar Isaac dance. (laughs) Yep. Alright, so back to three. (laughs) So, hand glide accident. Uh Uh-oh, they break off the hand glider and the kid and the boy toy of the mother... Going they, to the island. Yeah, they paraglide to safety. Yep, cut to Grant, and he's digging up some bones. Or he's well, t- no, taking he, a presentation. Grant, no, first, he, and we get, like, the only substantial scene of Ellie Sattler. Oh, uh, Laura yeah. Dern is back, baby! Where it hits that they're, that they're a, uh, a couple and they have kids, but it's revealed that no, it is uh, her and another guy. Yeah, he's just visiting for the first time in a while. Yeah, they have some young kids, and he's like, oh, this is nice, yay. And then he drives out, and then he goes into his big speech about uh, how raptors are smarter than you think they are. And it's the big, I think it's the big first thing where they say that the dinosaurs are just monsters, basically. Yeah. Or something. They're like, yeah, they're more monster thing. Yeah, they're theme park monsters. Idea of, um... Yeah, from, uh, from just this. But then that's kind of disproven by this movie? Because yeah. then it's he has a whole thing where it's like, you know, these raptors were theme pack monsters. This is a new discovery I'm making based off of the bones. Yeah. And then later on he realizes they're the same thing. Yeah. So he has a little presentation and everyone raises their hands up when he says, oh, do you have any questions? And everyone says, and he says, who, okay, does anyone have questions not about Jurassic Park? And then half of them lower their hands and he's like, or... About the whole San about Diego Jurassic situation. About Jurassic Park, The Lost World. <laughs> which I was not in for contractual reasons. <laughs> and they also, and they, everyone else lowers their hand. And then he goes, um, oh, these, no, there's nothing that could bring you back to that island. Yeah. And then he meets up with the, fa- with the guy who's like, I'm a famous businessman. Meet me and my wife at dinner sometime. Yeah, William H. Macy and Tia Leone. Uh, yep. they're, they're in and they're like, yeah, we just, we go traveling all the time. Uh, we do it so often. Uh, we're just going to do a fly, uh, like a low-level flyover. Of Isla Sorna. And we'd like you to be our guide. Uh, and we'd fund your dig for that. Yep. And so he he's kind of... Fiscally, because he's not as popular anymore, uh, forced to do that. And he goes... Because their dig site's about to go under. Because yeah. they don't have the money. And, and they, they bring up that like, p- like global politics about what nobody really knows what to do about Isla Sorna. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, until everyone can figure out what that hell jurisdiction people have on that island. Yeah. So, now they're... He gets talked into it. He's like, okay, get on the ship. Or get on the bo- uh, the plane. Yeah. He gets on the plane. And he's like, what? Huh? He has the Alan scene. And then they're like, we're landing. And he's like, what the fuck? No, we're not Whoa. landing. And, and then he gets smacked. 
because the rest of the people on the plane are mercenaries. These people, these, this couple, who are actually not a couple, they're divorced, have hired the, have hired everyone to try and help find their son, because that is the son from the first scene. And, yeah, uh, two-thirds of the mercenaries instantly, in the first action sequence of the plane being destroyed by the Spinosaurus, get chomped to death. It's really a, ooh, a great scene. Yeah, it's a great scene. Uh, and Like I said, this movie... I don't think this movie has... This movie has very little fat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's, hour 20, boom, 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 boom. It's a lean, mean movie machine. For sure. Uh, but yeah, so then... But yeah, then they're like... They're out of the plane. It's stuck in the air. They're like, we gotta get down. And they get down. And the whole thing, they're... Then they're like looking for the sun... And they're like, where are you? And he goes, don't say that. It'll attract them. Yeah. So they're looking for the kid. They still got a couple mercenaries left. And they stumble across a raptor nest. <laughs> which this is, like, I, I knew I was right. I was like, the raptors show up a lot earlier in the third one. And they do. They show up by, like, the end of the first half. Yeah. Like, the first half. Yeah. So, and because... Billy, the young protege, stole some eggs. Yeah, he stole some and eggs. And they kill Mr. Noodle because of that. Oh, it's brutal. But first, they, like, just fuck him up, but he's still, like, alive. And so when people try and go and grab him, they spring a trap to try and get them. It's so brutal, too, because they have, like, this big fucking toe claw. Yeah. And they, like, re- retract it and just, like, pssst, right into yeah. his back. It's like, oh! And when it turns out that they can't, that, that no one's gonna fall for the trap, they just... <laughs> snap his neck. They gingerly pick his head up with their jaw, one with its jaw. This one, this one Velociraptor, and snaps the neck <laughs> with it. Like so, that. they're shown they're very that these raptors are smarter. Like they've have gotten smarter through these movies. Yeah. But this one in particular is like they're like almost human level intelligence. <laughs> like they can kind of deduce things and everything. So it's pretty crazy. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Tell that to Mr. Noodle's snap neck. <laughs> First line in Jurassic Park Dominion confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the sequence where Alan gets separated from everyone? And yeah, because then the raptors go to him. And he doesn't know why because st- he has the guy's backpack. Yeah. And then right then the, uh, the kid throws some smoke grenades and they get out of there. Yeah, and Noel and I both, yeah. Mandela affected, thought they went into like a World War II bunker. But it's not a World War II bunker. It's just an overturned truck. Yeah. But like, I don't know, like the hinge makes it look like one. Yeah. But they're in a World War II bunker and they're, the kid and Grant are hanging out and I think this is a good time to get into a little bit. That I think you're right that, I think Grant... Yeah, my theory while I was watching this is that what makes a Jurassic Park movie work is Dr. Alan Grant at the center of it. Because, I don't know, you need you need that curmudgeonly force for these movies, I think. I think, I, I love Ian Malcolm, but it's, I don't know, it's like having Ryan Reynolds star in a movie where it just becomes kind of exhausting having him constantly take the wind out of the sails. And I don't think Jeff Goldblum's Ian Malcolm is yet full on what Ryan Reynolds becomes, hmm. but yeah, it's similar. It's a similar vibe. Yeah, so I like 
I like I like him in this. Yeah. He's very fun. He's very like, oh, you know, these dinosaurs were hurting and all that stuff, and oh, the alpha is over there and stuff, and he makes it work. He definitely makes it work. He does. So he's getting talking to the kid, and they're like, yeah, we gotta find your mom and dad. And they're looking for the mom and dad, and they find him. They find him, but they're on opposite sides of the fence. Yeah, they found him because they heard the sound of his satellite phone with the most iconic ringtone in movie history for some reason. I don't I know why it's so burned. I think memories. it is because we've watched this movie many a times over the years because he said it was on all the time on TV. Yeah. And on top of that... It is a, it is featured in like the majority of the movie. <laughs> yeah. You hear it so many times. That. So I think it's just it just burns in eventually, you know. <laughs> so that happens, and they're like, "We were we're going to your satellite phone, the ring, you know, your jingle." And he's like, "What? I, I lost my, I lost my phone in the, in the plane." <gasps> And I gave it to the guy who got eaten. And, then and like, they cut behind them. And this is the image that I really want to make become a meme. Yeah. Just, like, patiently waiting. The Spinosaurus right behind them. Like, they didn't hear him come, and he was just sitting there just... And he just waited for them to be done and notice him. And then, rah, and then he goes after him. Yeah. Looks great. They go after it, and, um... I think, yeah, so, okay, so before that, the Spinosaurus kills the T-Rex. Like I said, it's another, like, oh, I'm big macho, mean big monster for this movie kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Monsters fight. Dinosaurs fighting's pretty cool. Um, I'm not like, oh, he's so attached to the T-Rex. It's but fine. that happened way earlier. In the yeah, movie. but yeah. I forgot to mention it, but it happens. So then after that, um, they get, they're getting chased by the Spinosaurus. <sighs> they get into the facility, lock up the doors... And that's where they find out that the, uh, that the eggs, that Billy stole the eggs. Yep, and Grant is pissed. And He's like, you're no better than the people who made this place. But Grant makes, comes to the conclusion that, well, the Velociraptors are smart. They know we have the eggs. If we don't have the eggs, they'll know we destroyed them. If they catch us without the eggs. It's worse than if, like, yeah. we have no bargaining chip. Yeah. So they hold on to them. But then, and then we get the pterodactyl scene. <laughs> oh, it's re okay. They have to go through this foggy catwalk, and you slowly learn that it's some sort of weird aviary. And then a pterodactyl emerges oh, from, from the fo from fog. the fog, and it's yeah. like walking. And like pterodactyls are freaky. They are. Like T Rexes are the traditional like oh it's a big scary you know monster yeah. with teeth scary but like. Pterodactyls just look wrong. <laughs> like, you know I'm right. Like they just they do don't look wrong. Like they're like they're God's forgotten creature. Basically, like sorry, Rotan. <laughs> but like they don't. They're freaky looking, and like their feet are backwards, and like they have the weird fucking mouths. And blah. They're like they're like hell pelicans. <laughs> they're helicans. <laughs> So that happens. And then they, like, Billy sacrifices himself to save everyone else and is presumably torn apart by Terry. God, like three of them just stabbing at him in the water. 
But yeah, so they all. I remember I was scared of pterodactyls after this movie. I was like seven. They all escape and get in a boat, and that leads to the climactic sequence where they hear from well, the spinosaurus poop. Yeah, I was about to say from the spinosaurus poop. Apparently, they hear that was um, the spinosaurus poop was just tons of oatmeal. <laughs> just so much oatmeal. But um, but yeah, they they get the ring. They hear the ring in the phone. They pick up the dinosaur poop to grab it. There's like a little funny scene where the T-Rex looking dinosaur, it's not a T-Rex, looks closer to a Carnosaurus, comes in, smells him and goes, ew, poo poo, and then leaves. Yeah, and then they, so yeah, they go, they've got the phone. Uh, as the Spinosaurus is attacking them on the boat, they're making a call to Ellie Sattler to, uh, to get him out of there. Yeah, and they get the call just in time. William H. Macy shoots a flare at some oil in the water and, like, sets a fire that scares the Spinosaurus off. Yeah. And then we get a very short, like, denouement sequence of, like, the raptors have them surrounded, but they give the eggs over. And the Marines show up to save them. And look! Billy's alive still! And he got Dr. Grant's hat. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... That's the end of the movie. Pterodactyls are flying off in the same way the pelicans did at the end of the first one. Which is horrifying. Yeah. I Even as a kid, I was like, is that supposed to be good? Because, like, <laughs> we directly have seen what these pterodactyls will do to humans. And yeah. they're like, yay, they're new nesting grounds. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, my God. Is there going to be... <laughs> What like, dinosaurs were... and humans are not meant to coexist. It's no longer a park. What if this Jurassic became... A world! Worldwide. Like, that is horrifying. Uh, so, now that we're done talking about the plot, there's one, before we go into what we'd fix, hmm. which is actually less than The Lost World. I don't we, have much. Uh, but before we go into that, I am going to say... Uh, a cool little fact. Well, mm. not cool. I don't know if it's cool, but, like, it ties into the Lost World conversation. Mm. So, Joe Johnston directs Jurassic Park 3, and he's a pretty prominent, like, workman's director, goes around studios, does a lot of, like, good to mediocre or good uh, mid-budget movies and stuff. Uh, he did Captain America, The First Avenger, The Rocketeer, uh... Uh, and, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, <laughs> which last week we talked about Dean Cundy, the cinematographer for Jurassic Park 1, left Jurassic Park, the Lost, or the Lost World, Jurassic Park, so that he could direct Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, the third in the series. These... These trilogies of film are so intertwined in cinematic history, and we don't even talk about it. We don't. And why? I don't know. The man, maybe? <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, then, well, what are we gonna fix with this movie? There is not much. <laughs> Okay, I've got a bit more substantial of a thing I could Okay, so what do you think? I am so bored of Velociraptors. I do not want... I want... It's a good thing we don't have three more of these heavily Velociraptor-focused movies. 
Good thing a Velociraptor doesn't become the co-lead. <laughs> but, uh, but okay. yeah, so I would have wanted this movie to find a different dinosaur, a herd of dinosaurs that could be fill the story role of the Velociraptor. Something that's a little different, so that we don't keep just at like. They knew that we they could that we could get bored of the T Rex, so they subbed to the Spinosaurus. They should have realized the same for the. Why don't you just expand the role of the pterodactyls? That's what I'm thinking right now. Like, Spinosaurus and pterodactyls. Yeah, make the ter. I mean, the pterodactyls moving herds. They have they're very protective of their children as well. Mm. You could have just expanded the roles of the pterodactyls. You know, you have that scene in the aviary earlier on. They're and, out. They're and, going. Yeah, they get out. And Guy finds the eggs in the bird some, yeah. place somewhere, takes them. Yeah, and I think that would have been... Because then you've got... You're not safe in earth, water, or, or the sky. sky. God's land. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that would have been my pitch. Okay, I could definitely see that working. I I think what's, I think what definitely works about Jurassic Park three is it is a much shorter movie. That is a big benefit of it. it. Like it's like bang done, and I'm I'm really glad the other ones are gonna be shorter, right, Nolan? Do you want me to read the runtimes to you of the Jurassic World films? Yes, including Dominion. Okay, so load the bullets. What do we have? Jurassic World. Let's look at this. I remember liking Jurassic World when it first came out. But Two hours, 26 minutes. Jurassic World? Yes. Is that more than the first one? I, yes. Oh, goodness. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Two hours, nine minutes. So that's okay. the same as Lost World. Okay. Less of a bullet. What's Dominion Nolan? I got a, I have a bad feeling Dominion's gonna be really long. Again, it's two hours twenty six. Two twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Oh goodness, it's gonna be very interesting. All of the little references to the first one. Oh wait, I was looking at two twenty six the first time. It's two four Jurassic World. So. Oh. Two o four, two o nine, then two twenty six. Ramping it up. Oh god. Ramping it up. And how long is the original Jurassic Park? Let me take a look. Let me take I wanna say it's like an hour fifty, but Yeah, I wanna say it's Okay, two hours seven minutes. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> Wow, one minute shorter. Uh I think Fallen Kingdom must beat it. <laughs> god. Alright, so... so I'm so scared for Fallen Kingdom folks. <laughs> I've never heard a single good thing about that movie. <laughs> Can I say two tantalizing words to you? About what? Fallen Kingdom? Yes. Is it Fallen and Kingdom? <laughs> or actually, four tantalizing words. Alright. Give me. Black Market Dinosaur Auction. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, baby! Catch you then! <laughs>